0: Welcome to Ghoul's Questions podcast from Corvin Networks, created for global corporate venturing. For more information, please visit www.corvin.com. Hello, today I'm being joined for uh, Ghoul's Question Time for HI Network and Global Corporate Venturing News by uh, Wendy Lung, who is Director of uh, IBM Venture Capital Group. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Andrew. Hi, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, so, Wendy, it would be great if you could kick off first by giving us a brief description, please, of the purpose of the, you know, the uh, IBM uh, Venture Capital Group and the sort of venturing and innovation you're involved in, please.
1: Would love to, Andrew. So, for IBM's um, Venture Capital Group, uh, we're really part of what is a wide spectrum of activities and relationships um, in IBM towards innovation, because we really believe that innovation can come across many businesses and in all different forms and from very different sources. So, if you were to look at the continuum, uh, on one side certainly would be internal innovation, and that's certainly evidenced by you know the six billion dollars that IBM spends per year on research, but on the other end of the continuum is really the external innovation, and that's really where where IBM's Venture Group uh, concentrates its efforts. Um, We build relationships and work with the top tier VCs around the world, and in doing so, we hope to provide um, headlights to the business as well as work with those uh, VC-backed companies to help fill gaps in the solutions that we bring to market with our clients. And throughout this process, we also work closely with our corporate development team in looking at this community and also helping to identify potential acquisitions. Um, Our venture group has been around for almost 10 years, and Mm -hmm. um, you know our mission uh, continues to be in support of uh, IBM's growth. And um, you know we're finding that this, this business model is becoming more and more relevant as time goes on.
0: And, and it, this is very much more a partnership model rather than an investment right. model. Is that right in your doing? Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. So while our model does not invest, uh, does not focus on investments in cash, uh, we actually choose to partner with the VC community and other investors um, for that uh, that equity portion. The investments that we do make are in trying to help the companies grow, and to find the right partnership model to help promote joint business.
0: Excellent. Okay, great. So in, ter- in terms of you know, in driving this, the people are crucial, and that, of course, within it, within your organization, within the venture group, and within the wider IBM. So can you give us a brief overview of the, the people in the team and the partners that, that you sort of work with within IBM?
1: Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned, because the nature of our group is strategic in nature, um, it's absolutely vital that we work very, very closely with the leaders of IBM's business units. To understand what their goals are and what their objectives are in working with the venture and entrepreneurial communities, as well as their roadmaps for partnering and for acquisition. So that's the reason why the partners on our team are either strategy leaders in those business units or they have deep domain expertise and work closely with the leaders in those particular business areas. Because um, th- you can imagine, um, you know, when you support uh, 17 different industries and multiple product groups. Uh, in, a, in a business as broad as IBM, this um, type of organization uh, helps ensure that there is alignment in, in our corporate ventures strategic initiatives with the business.
0: Yeah, so that alignment then brings in those insights from outside to drive them through and grow within the business.
1: Yeah. Right, and you know, each business unit has different um, desires and different needs. Um, you know, in working with the venture and entrepreneurial community, and so by being closely aligned with those groups and truly understanding, um, you know, where the areas of strategic growth are, where the areas of concentration are, that again helps us keep very aligned in terms of um, the strategic insight we source from the community, as well as, well as identifying um, the most appropriate um, uh, startup companies for us to potentially partner with
0: or acquire. Mm-hmm. Right. So. so- Can you give us an example, uh, Wendy? When I was with you recently in California, the the IBM Watson supercomputer was winning a a million dollars, wasn't it, on the Jeopardy program and that there. So uh, an interesting use of a supercomputer. Can you give us some insights on where maybe the partnering and the the venture group is, is taking some of those insights with partners and taking them inside and outside of IBM?
1: Absolutely. So it, that was a really, um, quite a, a phenomenal <laughs> It experience. was, yeah,
0: I saw the clips from that on YouTube, it was fantastic, yeah.
1: yeah. And so, you know, while it's certainly very uh, fun and um, that, that we were able to participate in that manner, I think the real exciting thing is, is really that the technology behind Watson can yeah. be adapted to solve so many different problems in the world and really drive progress across all different kinds of industries. Um it, just just to recap what Watson is, um, Watson, which is named after IBM's founder Thomas J. Watson, was developed by a team of scientists who set out to build a computing system um, that rivals a human's ability to answer questions posed in natural language, uh, with speed, accuracy and confidence. And um, mm-hmm. it's it, you know, a culmination of many years of IBM's dedication uh to research and innovation. But What we're really excited about now that, you know, Watson has (laughs) gone on the show and and won won the the show is that we can really take this technology and, you know, use it in in areas that we can think of now or that maybe we haven't even thought of. So let's take, for example, healthcare. Um, Can you imagine using this kind of technology to, you know, for a doctor to reanalyze conversations that they have with patients? Uh, to identify new insights, or to help um, clarify conditions that the patient might have, uh, symptoms and results, or, you know, perhaps it could even help protect against bias um, in situations where a physician might try to, um, they may have an initial diagnosis in mind, but there are actually other available information and and, and options that they should be looking at in consulting Mm, with their patients. Yeah. So you know, this is just but one you know example in the healthcare industry. Uh, we can certainly think of examples like this across every industry in retail and in, in, in manufacturing, um, across um, applications in customer care, um, technical support. So we really think that the the possibilities are boundless in terms of what this technology could really be applied to. Um, and where we have, um, the conversation that we've had with the venture community around Watson is really mm-hmm. around those other possibilities because, you know, it, it, there is an opportunity for entrepreneurs to perhaps, um, you know, take this technology or, or link into this technology and build businesses around, yeah. um, you know, what the capabilities of this the, the, the solution is. And so that is the most recent conversation that we've had with the venture community in exploring what those um, options are. Because uh, really, if you think about it, what Watson, you know, kind of represents is this kind of new level of man and machine collaboration. And uh, again, we just think that the possibilities are just boundless.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds fantastic. And I think that that partnering model of getting the venture community in the outside world to see what those applications and those business models will be will be the thing that will will help the smarter planet, plan be in health or sustainability or in the other areas you you've talked about so I think it's a fantastic way of bringing those those insights and those opportunities and driving those from outside the organization yeah. as well
1: yeah because um, you know so, one way to get broader you know um, thoughts around the application is certainly around the, yeah like you said the, 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 the concept of partnering. Um, you know, if we were strictly after acquisitions, uh, even though IBM is one of the most acquisitive companies in the world, um, that can only be a certain number, whereas from a partnership model, that really opens up the aperture in terms of the number of mm-hmm. partners that we could potentially have and the number of areas that we could really explore with the technology such as Watson.
0: So, so how do you see the current market conditions then, which... which d- in a lot of circles and seen as not particularly good. So how, how, would, you, how would you see the current market conditions for, for creating these new ventures?
1: Well, certainly, uh, since the, you, you speak with many um, uh, VCs and, and corporate venture groups, um, certainly there is a tightening up in terms of um, the investments. But what I really am excited about, though, is because we work very closely with the entrepreneurial community um, directly as well, um, the timing couldn't be better to start a new venture. Um, the, res- the resources that we see available from government, uh, from corporations, from universities um, and different organizations couldn't be any greater than they are now to help entrepreneurs. And This is not just a Silicon Valley or, U.S. Statement, which is where I currently reside, um, because our team works around the world, what we're really seeing is that the excitement and fervor and support of entrepreneurialism around the world, uh, including emerging markets, is, is just unprecedented right now. So, you know, um, in the mature markets such as U.S. Uh, or Israel or parts of Europe where there is historically has been a lot of venture and entrepreneurial activities, Um, You know, that continues. But in the growth markets such as Brazil, India, and China, uh, we Mm -hmm. certainly see a lot of um, activity. But then uh, we're also looking at the emerging markets. So if you look at areas like Vietnam, you know, or Mexico, um, uh, Turkey, um, again, the excitement and the um, rallying around the support of entrepreneurs is just phenomenal right now
0: yeah and yeah i would I would say as well from our perspective on seeing you know the Europe and also the emerging markets and the the the, the countries such as china I was there in december and it's phenomenal energy and Capability and government money and the drive of the people and technology there is phenomenal on that at the moment. So I, th- I think, yeah. you know, certainly what we see with other, or glo- corporates as well, this is a global phenomenon that, and that's absolutely. where large global globals can, uh, can deal with these types of things. Absolutely. So, absolutely. so, yeah. Right. So, Wendy, the, um, the last question I normally ask, but people don't, don't, um, much time with all the busy things they do, what do you do to relax and when you're not building new ventures and partnerships?
1: My favorite thing to do is to travel. Um, if, if There's so many more places that I want to see and, and so little time to do so, but um, I truly enjoy absorbing new places and new cultures. Um, it, it really makes me feel more connected in many ways, and uh, that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs>
0: Well, Wendy, thank you very much for giving us an insight to the, um, the IBM Venture Capital Group, and thanks for, you know, for sharing your energy and passion and that for, for the venturing and the, the, the technologies. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Andrew. It's been my pleasure.